Social Media Serenity, podcast episode number 115. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Social Media Serenity. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I'm Eric Fisher. We're here each and every week, except for Thanksgiving holiday sometimes, <laughs> to talk about the latest and greatest in the world of social media. Sites like Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Google Plus, and maybe even Plaxo. Not. What? <laughs> Plaxo. Oh, what a crazy name. Hey, anyway, Eric, it has been two weeks. How was your Thanksgiving, man? It was great. Some time off. I mean, I did get a cold at the tail end of last weekend, but I'm over it now. Oh, man, I hate those colds in the wintertime. Yes. Or late fall time, pre-winter time. Yeah, there's snow on the ground. It's winter. Okay, fair enough. Do you have snow on the ground up there? We do. Nice. I'm actually, I'm, I, I have, I can just barely see my, through my window and I am seeing sunshine. It's the second day, probably within what seems like 14 years that I've seen the sun. So <laughs> slight, ex- <laughs> slight exaggeration, but, uh, it sure is nice to see a blue sky and sunshine outside. And, um, although it is sunny and, and the sky is clear, I, I do see the grass outside and there's no snow but every blade of grass is an icicle. It's like it's like the grass is frozen. It's like have you ever opened up a, a bag of frozen peas and they've got the frost on them? Yeah, that's what it's like outside. And anyway. some good good photography time. Yeah. Cool thing is my commute was nice and easy this morning. Walked right down the steps. Good. <laughs> no no traffic. No traffic on the Rams. way down down to the studio, which is cool. Well, hey, we're going to talk about some social media stuff. Um, I'm looking here and uh, looks like we've got um, some leftover feedback from previous that I'm going to have to dig out. But uh, I also, over the Thanksgiving break, posted a question on Google+. Have you taken a chance to to look through the, the list there at all? <laughs> what's, what's funny is... is uh, I, I see that now and realize I never saw it originally, <laughs> which kind of as it, it, I don't say that disproves it in any way, but to a certain extent, maybe it does. I don't know. Anyway, no, no I get I get what you're saying. I mean, the yeah, fact I'm that saying. the fact is, is that you probably don't follow hundreds of people on Google Plus. Right. And uh, the fact and yet that somehow I missed this. Somehow you did not see my question on Google Plus, which is what do you like most about Google? Google Plus. And surprisingly, very, I mean, this was, there, there are 14 comments of which I believe I'm one of them. So 13 people responded. And I believe I'm, I believe one person is twice. Uh, no, two people are twice. So that's uh, 11, 11 people. Anyway, 11 or 12 people responded, which uh, tells me uh, yet again, it, it, it's, it's confirming to me that you know, a lot of people are talking about engagement and stuff like that, and and I'm I'm connected to hundreds, and I I had 11 people respond to tell me what they think about Google Plus, and so it, that that's not that's not a huge thing. I mean, here here's the thing: I bet you anything, 
if I was to put, uh, what do you like most about Google Plus on Facebook? I'd probably generate about 40 to 60 responses. I bet you could. By the end of today. Now, of course, a lot of it will be why they don't like Google Plus because they, you know, they're all on on Facebook. But but still, the the fact is is that I'm I'm obviously going to get more engagement because um, that's where the people are. Um, however, I did ask the question on here, and I would love to go through some of the people's responses. You want to uh, share the responsibility in reading some of these? Sounds good. Why don't you start off with Kim? Okay. Kim says she likes the community, the ability to share thoughts in a conversation form. All right. Have you have you participated? Have you noticed the community feel and 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 having a conversation on Google Plus? Have you participated in some of that yet? Um do you mean like how it's set up here on this page or is it or is it something different that you're referring to i i, I think it's a, something different I, I i really do believe that it's uh share thing thoughts and conversation form would be more along the line of an ongoing conversation via a thread in google plus so for example let's just say um i posted some uh, like a philosophical thought or quote of the day or something like that and then people say well you know what i really have seen this true in my life, and here's an example of why. And then, you know, carrying on a conversation. Have you have you seen that or participated in that? I haven't. No, you're you're talking like when people say plus their name and then say you know, um, you know, responses directly to certain people or. Well, it's it, not to. so not so much that as as much as and I've only I haven't seen it a lot, but I'm hearing a lot of other people are really getting engaged in conversations on Google Plus. I've not participated, not because I haven't looked, but I just haven't seen them. But what I from what I'm understanding, it's 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 one single update where there's an ongoing conversation that just continues on. And and I've seen that now. I've seen this a ton on Facebook, where right. um, you know I'll post. Uh, well, I'll I'll give you a per- perfect example. I was in I was in a uh, a quote unquote group on Facebook, and I posted my uh, my blog world LA talk there, and all of a sudden this one person was prompted to say, you know, I totally hate this and blah 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 blah, and somebody else says, well, what are you talking about? And and then it went back and forth, back and forth. People having, you know, it's like people who who understand that it is possible if you believe to to make a living doing what you love for a living. And the people, and then there's the other people on the other side who says that's just a bunch of baloney. Why don't you just go get a job? Blah blah blah, you know. And 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 so, but it, it carried on a conversation back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. There's like 60, 70 different comments back and forth on a single status update in this group on Facebook. And so I've I've seen that happen a lot in Facebook. I've heard that it's happening a lot here in um, Google Plus, but here's the thing. I've not seen it in Google Plus, and I bet you if I saw it in Google Plus, if I saw it happening, one of the things that I think would be interesting is would be to see the threaded nature of it. Cuz don't they do indents? Isn't it possible to do indents? See, that's that's the thing I'm not seeing in in Google Plus. I'm not seeing and maybe I'm just not seeing it myself personally, but I've not seen the whole indentation where you can tell who's responding to who and it's, you know, threaded yeah. through. I just and tried it. I just tried it. I, I just, for example, on this thread, I just 
uh, hit reply to David Dufour's post. And you're right, it's not threaded. It's not in or it. It's not indented. It is the conversation is threaded, you know, straight uh, vertically, but there is no horizontal threading. You're right. It, so so it's it it actually is very much just like Facebook. The only yeah. thing the only thing that's different um, is that you do have the ability to go straight to that thread. And it, 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 and it consumes the entire page instead of being squeezed in the middle. Um, and, and so, therefore, the, the conversation gets all of the attention and all the other bloated stuff of Facebook on the left, the right, and the header is not getting any attention. Does yeah. That, so, yeah. I, I could see where that could be beneficial and people maybe are thinking that, that just psychologically the fact that the the crud on the left right and the you know the sidebars and the header are not there that 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 it just seems to be more conversational yeah it, it yeah i don't know i can i can see that but well some people some people certainly like him are experiencing what they sense to be a, a truer sense of community I, you know what i here, let me talk to the community part of this some of the people are i've heard out there talking explain how they like Google Plus because, not, you know, some people complain that only the early adopters, only the tech heads are really taking advantage of it. And so it's a smaller number of people. And I think a lot of people are hearkening back to the early days of Twitter. And they remember when Twitter was just their closest friends, just a bunch of people who were more technical like they were. And today it's just flooded with everybody. Um, and and it just seems so much bigger than it used to be. And so maybe Google plus is, is, is kind of like the good old days and it's a much smaller group of people. Um, and, and the same with Facebook. So, so maybe that's what they're talking about. The community it just, it just seems like I'm able to keep in, tr- in touch with my friends better. And, and I certainly believe that circles offer that, um, uh, in a much easier fashion than what Facebook's groups do and certainly even easier than Twitter's lists. Right. So I definitely can understand the community aspect of what Kim's saying. Um, As far as the sharing thoughts and conversation of form, you know, we, you know, I, I don't, I haven't seen it as much as I would have liked, but, um, but obviously, I, I'm not applying myself nearly as much as I should to really kind of make those conversations happen either. All right. Next one is Lou Mangello. He says, better for actual discussions. Again, there's there it is. Uh, less noise than Facebook and Twitter. Uh, so less noise. I think probably less noise is is like less and less. Less important status updates. So, right. so I, I can see where Twitter can can get, you know, where people will tw- tweet some pretty mundane stuff. Whereas with Google Plus, people are maybe taking, you know, they're, they're not just syndicating all the little tweets out there. They're really pick, handpicking content to share on Google Plus. I have noticed that. I've noticed that both ways, actually. Oh. Where, you know, people will handpick stuff, but then I notice other people will say any and everything. Ah, uh, yeah. So, and then Lou also says uh, he loves photos. Now, photos on here are pretty nifty, but at the same time, I think that um, you know when I see a when I click on a photo from um, f- 
Facebook, I like how it immediately turns it into like a slideshow. So I'm liking photos, at least the on as as the user experience of me flipping through your photos that you share on Facebook better than me trying to figure out how to flip through your photos that you share on Google Plus. But again, that could be me being a novice and not knowing. Because what happens is sometimes I'll click on a photo and there's no previous or next. It's just like, okay, now how do I get out of this photo kind of deal? Have you mm-hmm. noticed that? Yeah. So I, I think that they could do a little bit to improve that to where maybe even if it's just a single photo that you uploaded, that I could actually thumb through at least some other photos that you've uploaded. That would be nice. Uh, Lou also likes the Hangouts. I enjoy the Hangouts. I'll be honest with you. I've, I've done a couple of them, and Hangouts are kind of cool, especially when you just want to do one at the last minute. And, and Hangouts are fun. And he says the list goes on and on, and I think they will only continue to approve, and I would have to agree with that. All right, what about Hank? Control, the ability to add plugins to change the view and to sort friends into streams that are easier to view. And so far, I like the fact that the techie crowd is pre- is predominant as opposed to every other Tom, Dick, and Harry on every other social network. Yeah. So, he, so. he's obviously an early adopter, like we are, uh, except some would argue more so than we are because we're <laughs> not so early right. to adopt on, on Google+. But I personally am an early adopter, and I only held out for Google Apps. So I'm, as soon as it was available, I was in. But um, I definitely understand that desire to to hang out with people who are more like-minded. And, just, you know, Google Plus certainly are the more technical early adopter kind of personalities there, mostly, predominantly. Right. Um, now, I, you know, I haven't really played around with the plugins that uh, you can put into your Google Chrome to change the view and to sort things and stuff like that. So that that sounds pretty interesting that and that's something that you really don't get with facebook or twitter is a lot of plugins to change how the online interface gets laid out so i i'd be interested in seeing some of those plugins so hank if you're listening to this i would love to hear some of the pl- plugins that you use and if you want to give us a call at 859-795-4067 or uh, send us a audio f- feedback with some uh um feedback on what plugins you're using. We would love to hear those. All right, Francisco. Uh, he writes that uh, the ease of sharing status updates with uh, a, let's see, with a select few, a group, or groups, or everyone. I like having the control of who sees what. Oh, wait, everyone can see this comment, he says. Uh, <laughs> and, and that's funny. And then it actually even says edited. It's as if though, as though he edited the comment. So anyway, yeah. um, you know, this, I think that um, I definitely get that, and it is really simple uh, to do that. But it, it's also very simple to do that now with Facebook. And arguably, I agree, Facebook stole that idea from Google Plus. Oh yeah, well, well, to a certain extent, they already had it though. Like before Google Plus even came out, Facebook had started to let you change you know who can see this friends of friends right um everyone that which is kind of the same thing yeah but i'm still and facebook then changed it again after google plus so yeah you know what though i I, i'm gonna have to side with francisco on this one that it is easier because here's the thing if i want to let's just say i wanted to share this with just gspn co-hosts 
but I also wanted to share it with this circle of group of like 45 people who are going to this one event. On Facebook, to have that 45 people who are a quote unquote part of a group, um, the 45 people that, that are in a group, they'd I'd actually have to post it in that group as a status update. But then I also want to just share it with my GSPN co-hosts. I'd have to go post it in that group. There's no way for me to send one post from, let's say, my profile and say only share these with these groups on Facebook. Is that that's not possible, right? No, I think you have to. You'd, I'd have to go to those groups to share it. So I'm actually on my profile. I'm going to my profile right now, and I'm going to say what's on my mind, and I'm going to hit here, um, blah, blah, blah. There we go. And I'm actually going to change this from public. And uh, let's see, see all lists. Okay, now if I created lists, I could do that. So if I had a list of the 45 people that are going to the event, but if I wanted to share it with groups, see, that that's the thing. It, the, I, I do agree. It, it's easier to put people in circles than it is groups and to share it that way. So I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say plus one to... To, to Francisco here on, on that argument of it's well, easier yeah, to share. Yeah, because even when you select one of those lists, like if I go, if I write, I wrote hi, and then I wrote into the, the check thing, I, I selected close friends. So I've selected close friends, but I also want to send it to other people. And you so can't I go do to that. click and I can't select anything else. Yep. Without it unchecking the original. So. so Francisco's definitely dead on. It is so much easier if you have multiple groups of people, multiple groupings or circles of people. It's so easy with one status update to send it to multiple different groups, but still so not I just everyone. figured out how you can do it, but it's not as easy. Yeah. I did figure out how you can do it. And then since this is a show where you learn things, sure. You go, what you do is you click the little drop down and you hit custom. Oh, okay. And from there, you can select different lists. But still not groups. Popul- um, what do you mean? Okay, so but you still can't share it with a Facebook group as well. Oh, you mean a Facebook group itself? No, yeah. I don't think you can do that. It's, I mean, it's a list of people. Yeah, see, I see that that exactly, and of course, <clears throat> I, some would argue, well, gosh, the same thing's true of a circle; it's just a list, because it's not a it's not a group. Because if with a Facebook quote unquote group, everybody in the group knows who else ever is able to communicate to everybody else in the group, whereas technically speaking, your circle is just a list. Like for example, you don't you don't I don't think Eric, you know at all what circles I've put you in. No, I don't think so. So if I created a circle of extremely annoying people that that I really only want to talk to once a week, <laughs> and I created that group or that circle, you would never know that I put you in that circle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I never would do that. I'm just offended. I know, I know. I'm kidding. So anyway, seriously though, that that so so arguably what we're talking about is circles, but I still agree that it's easier it's easier to put people in a circle than it is to, to put people in a list. And it's easier to, to decide who you want to share, what lists or circles you want to share with on Google+. So definitely a plus one there. And Lou says, oh, and the iPhone slash, he says, and not iPad app yet, app. So the iPhone app. I would agree that I like the snappiness of the iPhone app for Google+, more than I like the 
iPhone app for Facebook because I don't know about you, but for me, Facebook app on the iPhone, super buggy uh, as far as how long it takes to load and before it will register a click of the button and all that other stuff. The iPhone app? Yeah, for Facebook. Yeah, I'm finding it to be actually better than the old version, but still having issues, so... Yeah, well, the old version at least worked for me, but I agree the interface of the new one is amazing on Facebook, but but still it it takes me a long time to be able to click something and to to move from screen to screen and waiting for it to load. And that's even on Wi-Fi, 3G, it doesn't matter. Um but I will say this the the Google Plus app is very snappy, very responsive, but honestly I think severely limited in what you can do on it. Um, one of the things that frustrates me is that you can have group chat on the iPhone, but you cannot have any of that functionality in Google Plus. Right. That bugs me. Because you if, can't do Hangouts on an iPhone that is capable of video. Right. Although I will tell you that Android users can. Right. They can do it. So. That's because Google owns them. Yep, yep, no doubt. All righty, and then let's see here. Moving on, Jared, what Jared have to say? He says, I love the depth of conversations that go with these threads. I've been in a lot of productive conversations and exchanges in the comments of a post. So that's the same thing Kim was sharing there as well, the in-depth conversations. And I've heard a lot of people are really having these. I've just not... You know what? Wait a second. I have seen one. I really did. Um, Chris Brogan did one about a guy who um, who did a blog post about how he became debt free and paid off all of his student loans. And I did see an in depth, ongoing conversation with people going back and forth there. So I have, I have seen that happen. I have. I, I now I just, it, that one just came to me. So, uh, Jared, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and give Jared and Kim a big old plus one on those. Um, so, very cool. Uh, let's see here. What else is next? Bruce Turner, Hangouts with Extras. I use them uh, with my sales team each week and also a small group I lead for LifeChurch.tv. This is this is good. I, I do like the fact that they are bringing some like group meeting functionality to these hangouts with the hangouts with extras have you tried them yet yeah well we tried one on the show and i haven't tried one since but i haven't tried anything since on the hangout front so but it did seem really cool i mean it was like i mean to be honest i can't see how some of those you know go to meeting type things are going to survive if google has this functionality oh i think the the big the big players will will survive like go to meeting go to webinar there's certainly reasons why i would prefer using go to meeting or go to webinar well over the use of a, a of a google hangout with a client yeah but i'm just talking like in terms of hey let's just meet up and and we'll get like the two or three of us together and we're not all in the same building or even in the same state or whatever yeah and just work con- collaboratively work versus yeah, presentation. I, stuff. I, I I would agree that a lot of the free software, that, like for example, the 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 uh, like um, oh I can't remember some of the names of them now, like Dim Dim and some of the other free ones. I think that those are right. the ones that are going to suffer. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, the ones that are geared towards business and 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 you know consistency and and putting on hundreds of people 
you know, th- those services are going to last. Uh, let's see here. Ron Mansky, you want to read that one? He says likes. Oh, his likes, sorry. <laughs> Things he likes. High quality of conversation, less noise, simple, clean interface, consistency in design and integration with other Google services, not having every th- single thing I do on the web or on the site being tracked or reported reported and posted to my profile, and overall an enjoyable experience. I enjoy using Google Plus much more than Twitter and Facebook. Don't like I wish more of my personal friends and family used Google+. It has great potential for following brands and people with similar interests around the web, but it tends to attract a more tech-savvy crowd rather than most of the people I am used to interacting with on Facebook. I deleted my Facebook account and don't miss the site, but do miss a few of the people. Mm. He's one of the few people out there. I've heard of these people who have deleted their Facebook accounts to move over to Google+, but... Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know that you'll ever reconnect. Never with a lot gonna of those. happen with me. Yeah. Well, and you, but even still, I mean, there's. I don't think you're gonna be able to connect with the, a lot of those people you miss, even over a long period of time. I think some people are just gonna be set in their ways, and and they're just gonna continue to use Facebook. Although, I think eventually Google Plus will get to the place. I I believe that they're into this for the long haul. And I believe that it will add a lot of functionality and it will start appealing to a, a larger, more mainstream crowd. But I don't think it's ever going to, I don't know. I, I just don't think it's ever going to overtake Facebook and, and bring all those people over. Yeah, I don't see that happening. At least not yet anyway. No. Daniel says Google Plus Hangouts. I would have to agree. Those are pretty cool. Uh, Will Silver says ease of use and the interface is a lot cleaner than Facebook. Uh, let's see here. Plus, I don't feel like there are nearly as many privacy issues with Google Plus as with Facebook. I really love the circles. So thank you for that, Will. Um, as far as privacy issues, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I, Google's just as dangerous in terms of having all your stuff. I, in, in my opinion, at least. Yeah. When it comes to Facebook versus Google. I don't see one of them as any more trustworthy over the other. Yeah. My and we've we've talked about this I don't know how many times here on social media serenity. I, my 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 own opinion, I would never post anything in a social network that I wouldn't be okay with if it ended up showing up in a search result on the web by accident. Yeah. Because no matter how I mean if 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 I was in a circle with Will Silver and and he put me in that circle and he shares something with me that's a picture of him, you know, doing something wild and crazy, there's nothing that w- could keep me from grabbing a screen grab of that image and then sharing it with everybody. I say, saying, wow, check this out. It's the funniest thing I ever seen in the world. You would not believe this. And then all of a sudden it goes viral and boom, there you go. So privacy issues aside, I... I I I'm I don't know it, it that's it's a problem that's one of the reasons why I'm having a difficult time deciding you know when when is it that my daughter Megan gets onto one of these social services you know right now I can easily say well you know they they say until you're 13 you're not allowed on so we're at least waiting until she's 13 but you know even then you know the privacy is a real concern and I don't know that I would actually trust any of these services um with the exception of right now you know, she does have a Twitter account 
and she uses Twitter every now and then, but even still it's a private account and I have, you know, told her what, you know, you can and cannot do or say or tweet. And I think it's just a little bit more controllable over. It's like one stream of information versus with these other services. You still don't know where it's all ending up in the long run and what the algorithm algorithm it is is for showing up in people's timelines and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, More complicated. What about Dallin Christensen? I just started really using Google Plus, and I like the simplicity and clean look. Facebook is really becoming cluttered. I haven't tried using Plus in the mobile environment yet, but I'm interested to see how that will work. I definitely agree that it's less cluttered. Uh, I don't know that I'm all that... A, I, don't, I don't know that I find its interface all that appealing or aesthetic, but clean, cleaner and simpler, yes. I would agree with that. I would. And if I can play devil's advocate, I'll say I don't think Facebook's as messy as people make it out to be. Yeah, you don't think so? I don't think so, no. I mean, if I, I go there, I pretty much know, okay, I want to go see this. Boom, there it is. How many years have you been using Facebook? Been a while. Yeah, that's Of course, why. they keep changing it, too. Yeah, but the thing is, though, is is even if they change it, it, it doesn't take you too long to figure out where to to find the new the stuff you've always used but but that's because you know that that stuff's there and you're just looking for where they moved it right whereas i will tell you right now somebody who is just now learning how to use facebook facebook is a mess of spaghetti and it, and it i i think facebook is absolutely horrid for for coming in and trying to learn how to use it for the very first time I, I think it's horrible. And and I believe this and, and this even goes back to when I first started using Facebook, which which was, I think, back in 2006 or seven. And um, it's funny. I If you go in, I, I, I think my Facebook 101 video tutorial uh, is still online out there from back then. <laughs> you want to see how fat my face was with my my mustache and recording with my screen camera. Oh, man, that was horrible. But anyway, th- those things, I, I, those are got hundreds of thousands of downloads because people are like, you know, how do I turn in? How do I stop these email notifications? Mm-hmm. You know, that is not as easy as I mean, we know how, how do you how do you do that? You click on, well, edit profile. And then um, let's see here. Once you go to edit profile, contact. No, wait. OK, no, that's not it. Um, you can also visit your private. So, okay. So click there, then go to your privacy press settings. Um, then you go to how do you contact how tags for apps and websites? limit the note. That's not it. Um, and by the way, I'm not making this up. I'm like, okay, how do we do that? Um, email. Okay. So drop down arrow. Okay. So it's actually drop down arrow next to home and then go to account settings. All right. And then once you go there on the left hand side, go to notifications and then once you're on notifications, wait for that to pull up, and then you can edit what email notifications get sent to you down uh, through that list. That that's hard. Yeah, I mean it was pretty easy for me to find, but if you are just an average Joe, how do you stop those billions of emails you're getting? Is is a number one question of people on Facebook. It, that that's that's crazy. So let me go to Google Plus. So I'm on Google Plus. And I click the gear, and I must admit the gear is not the most user-friendly interface either. Uh, but still, you go to 
gear and then Google Plus settings. And um, there we go. And then, of course, the very first thing right down here, receive notifications. But still, I, I you know, having a gear, I, I, maybe, I don't know. I don't know that it's a whole lot, a ton easier. I think it's a little bit easier to get those email notifications. So I, I, I don't know. I do, I, I would argue that Facebook's complicated and cluttered. But I don't think that I, I still don't I don't think Google is good at user interface at all anywhere. I think, gosh, uh, have you seen have you seen Google Reader lately? Yeah. Oh my goodness! I think they destroyed the the look and feel of the <clears> service. It's different. It's different than what it was. That's for sure. And uh, but anyway, they they're very big into white. <laughs> I want my white space. Yeah, white space is good, but not so good that it's. Anyway, I'm not going to go there. All right. David Dufour says, I like the circles feature that lets you categorize how much information you get flooded with. Some people I'm interested in, but I don't need to see their post all the time. I'm also fascinated by the Hangouts feature, but I don't get much chance to use it. All right. So, and uh, I noticed that he, I do like the fact that when somebody edits their comment, it does say edited. So we're not getting the full content. But anyway, um, seriously, though, um, I do like this. If you go to the homepage of Google+, you know, it shows you all of your circles by default. But it's very simple for you to just click on one of the circles. And then all of a sudden, you only see updates from that circle. That is simplicity. That is beautiful. And I do like it. Yeah, I like that. Very cool. All right. Uh, who's next? Uh Dallin again. He says the Hangouts feature is cool. I I participated in a Hangout last night. The audio and video were just as good as a Skype call and six of us were on the call. I can definitely see a lot of uses for it. Yeah, I would agree. Well, there you go. That that uh, that wraps it up. That's that's all the responses that we were able to that I was able to generate with just putting that one question out there. I was actually surprised that it was just that. But um, still, there are some people on there, and and I look through the list, and I do see that they are my they, everybody that responded are friends that I already that I do know. Um, they are people who are technically minded, and uh, they are more of the early adopter crowd. Um, I did not see anybody in that list that I would consider to be an average Joe, as far as as um, you know, just somebody very mainstream non technically minded person that not one of those people responded so yes anyway i thought that was interesting it is interesting just thought i would put that out there and and bring the community voice into the podcast here all right so we're going to show prep i've got some audio feedback uh, that we're going to play who do we have uh first chris or doug which looks like chris all right so let's uh Pull up Chris's feedback. It is loading right here. And Chris, take it away. Hi, Cliff and Eric. This is Chris from Massachusetts and from the Guys Perspective podcast. Cliff and Eric, I often hear you guys talk about uh, the difference between or being Google Apps users versus being uh, just using Gmail. And I've heard you talk about this in relation to the Google Plus and your reluctance to sign up for it. I guess I don't really understand the difference between being a Google Apps user and using some of the Google Apps. I use, um, I use some of the Google Apps 
But is there a real difference between a Gmail account and having that linked in with your, your Gmail and um, uh, things like that that is holding you back? So I guess I don't really understand the difference between the two of those things. Just moving into the area of social media, and I would like that explained if you could. Thanks. Alrighty, so Google Plus versus Google Apps. I think you're a better explainer about what the difference would be. Right. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, I'm going to see if I can't find. Um, I'm going to pull up if I go to my episode guide here. I am going to look up Business Tech Weekly and see if I can't find where we talked about Google Apps because we have an entire episode on this over there. So there's is Andy ditching Google Apps. Uh, let's see here, Google Apps security. Um, actually, so there is um, are two episodes about this. Okay, I don't have anything that that's like one episode that talks about it specifically. I know we talked about Google Apps a ton uh, over all of our episodes, but let me just give you the the big breakdown here. Google Apps is for small organizations or or for organizations it's for groups of people it's for having your own domain uh, where um, you kind of have your own version of gmail uh, you as an account administrator for example i i can actually have uh, ravenscraft.org and i can assign several other domains to my google apps account so that if you email me, the email address is cliff at ravenscraft.org or cliff at podcastanswerman.com or cliff at gspn.tv. And all of that goes to the same email inbox because it's all kind of aliased and managed all together as one email inbox. And that same account that I have for my email that I manage is also my, my business um, or organization calendar. It's my business slash organization um, uh, document Google Documents and all you know and so forth. So many other services out there. The other thing is is that as the administrator of my organization, I can then create other user accounts under my domain, and I manage those. For example, uh, when I hire a, a new assistant to work for me, I can create an account for her, and therefore she would have her own inbox, email inbox. She would have her own Google Calendar. She would have her own Google Docs under my corporation, under my organization. And I actually have control as the administrator. I can get into those. I can change the password. I can delete their account. I can I can manage all of that stuff. So if, for example, I have somebody that's working for me and I set up all this stuff and they, they up and just leave uh, for whatever reason, I can go in and immediately change the password so that they no longer have access to any of our data for our organization and so there's just a lot more control and a lot more customization for our own purposes and also with especially with google docs between users it's real simple to create a document and say you know what i don't have to go in it, let's just say there are 13 people in my organization i don't have to go in and add all 12 other people uh when sharing a, a google doc i can just say hey share with everybody in this organization you know, so I can share it with everybody that has a user account on my account. And also you can do, you know, the, you can do chat just between you. You can allow, you can turn on the chat functionality inside of Gmail, but say, you know what, these people who are logged into these email accounts, they can only chat with other people inside the organization. 
yeah, th that kind of customization is there. And that's that's really a lot of the feature and functionality that I like of it. But for more than anything, it's the fact that I have so many domains and it's real easy for me just to say, you know what, I want to manage all my email for all these different domains through Google Apps. And, and it's it takes about maybe five to 15 minutes for each domain for me to, to kind of configure that to say, you know what, let me just change the MX records, point them over to Google Apps and tell Google Apps that I have that. And um, and then, you know, if it, for example, you can email me at cliff at gspn.tv, cliff at virtualassistantpodcast.com, cliff at podcastanswerman.com, cliff at bitcastmedia.com, cliff at... Uh, Cliff at cliffravenscraft.com. Actually, no, that, that one I didn't alias over. So, But anyway, the ones that I actually put over there, they they all go to the same email, the same user account. And uh, it's it's really cool. For example, st the main account is ravenscraft.org. And uh, if you were to email stephanie at gspn.tv, it goes into her stephanie at ravenscraft.org address. And even though Stephanie really doesn't associate herself with Podcast Answer Man, you could email stephanie at podcastanswerman.com and it goes to her stephanie at ravenscraft.org address. Oh, yeah. So so that that's the real nice thing about this. The other thing is, is they have these thing these things under your accounts called al or nicknames. So for example, my email is cliff at ravenscraft.org and not only can I alias other domains, but I can also create nicknames for me. So for example, I can say my, you know, I want to create a nickname called PayPal under my cliff account. So if you actually emailed PayPal at ravenscraft.org, it's no different than if you would have actually typed in cliff at ravenscraft.org because it will the email servers at Google will see that that PayPal is just a nickname for cliff. It's this it's synonymous. It's the same thing. So I can actually do info uh, as a nickname or I can do so for example sometimes I, I want to create a new Twitter account and it says, oh, you've already used this email address. And I'm like, oh, well, then I can just say, let me add a nickname, you know, <laughs> one, two, four, five. And so then I go in and put my email address is one, two, four, five at ravenscraft.org. Um, and, and then then, of course, when somebody when they send the confirmation, it goes to one, two, four, five at ravenscraft.org. And it's a nickname that I chose. So that that confirmation just goes into my regular cliff at ravenscraft.org email inbox. Those, those are just a few of the benefits of using Google Apps. Uh, and, and I just love it. I really do. But wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. But uh, hopefully, Chris, that gives you some indication as to what's going on there. All righty. So uh, let's see here. Uh, we have. Do we have time for one more piece of audio feedback? Sure. Let's get Doug's reactions. Uh, this is his Facebook reactions. Cliff, Eric, this is Doug in Atlanta calling for social media serenity. I was listening to your show yesterday on the way home and uh, was noting how you have, uh, you know, you're kind of okay with the Facebook changes. Uh, there have been a lot of complaints, as you noted, uh, this time. I've seen, I've been on Facebook for two years, two or more years now, and seen a lot of changes. And generally, I didn't, I didn't care. You know, it was, I was fine with them. In some cases, I enjoyed the changes. Uh, but this last change just seemed to rub a lot of people the wrong way. And, you know, I figured I'll just give it time, but it's just not happening for me. Let me tell you why. The biggest thing for me, is I liked to be able to see the top stories, you know, the people I interact with most 
or who interact with me most, and the recent stories. And and I was either doing one or the other. I I don't like this mix them and match them because the thing is, when you first go to that your 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 regular uh, your newsfeed page to see what your friends are doing, at the top of the top stories, and then there's the recent stories. But you sit there for a while, and then recent stories come to the top, and then later top stories, and after a while, it's just all jumbled together. It's it's like they took my newsfeed, fed it through an iPod shuffle, and just spewed it back out. So it's it's hard to follow. I don't, you know, this is a top, unless I happen to notice that light gray square or triangle in the upper left corner there, you know, what's a top story, what's a recent story, why is this showing up here? But, you know, I, like you can have two different sets of recent stories and two different sets of top stories all on the same page. That just, you know, I'm trying to just go through and see what's going on. And it's hard to do. Uh, yeah, like you said, yeah, I'm not paying anything for it. But user interface is still user interface. And um, you want people to come back and use it. If Netflix, uh, you know, were to do something like, you know, here's, you know, here's some of your instant queue, here's some of your DVD queue, and then later on, here's some of your instant queue, they'd lose business. And Facebook, frankly, is in the business of generating business by, generally speaking, advertising. This is not going to help. This is going to be, uh, I, I can't see what I want to do. And if you're trying to engage your people, your uh, your clients over Facebook, this would be a detriment, I would think, because you don't know where you're going to show up, you know. Uh, so anyway, that's that's just my thought, and uh, I, I'm still still trying to get used to it. We'll see. <laughs> I think it that, now. Of course, that was when Facebook that ca- that audio feedback <clears throat> came in back when Facebook first made their changes. I wonder if he's completely adjusted to to all the changes at this point. But uh, I totally get what he's saying. It is frustrating when they go through a major revision. But um, I've been, what's it been, 2006 or 2007? And yeah. one thing you can expect with Facebook and their user interface is that it is going to change um, probably about once every, at least once every 18 months, wouldn't you say? Yeah, definitely. And it, and, I mean, and it'll be significant changes. It will be and significant. They've, they've actually put something in now where you can actually change that. What do you mean? Right right up top. If you go to your news feed and you click, there's a little uh, thing there's called sold, called sort. Okay. And oh, you yeah. Can click on that. that. You can click on that and you can see highlighted stories first or recent stories first. Yeah. And highlighted here- stories are the ones that, you know, people are actually most interacting with, so they bubble to the top. Recent stories are just, you know, timeline. Did you see this? The, it, I just now clicked on it. It says new. Choose how your news is sorted with highlighted or recent stories. So click lean, learn more. It says click on sort menu. Oh, okay, so that's exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. All right. Very cool. So they've actually added that. So so I don't know if that maybe changes his opinion. I leave it on highly, highlighted stories first because if I'm going to jump into Facebook and just take a quick glance through the, the thing, I want to see what everybody's talking about. And that's the stuff that most people are interacting with. Right. So that's what's bubbled up to the top, you know, like, for example, picture of Chris Biting with his beautiful, cute little daughter. Yeah. And stuff like that. Very cool. So. Interesting stuff. So that, my friends, is going to wrap it up. We start the music here. But uh, give you an idea of not just what we're thinking about Google+, Plus, but what other people are saying about Google+. Plus. Um, and uh, I, I, think it, I think the overall consensus is that there are a lot of people who have, are having some deeper conversations over there um, who like the cleaner look and feel. It's it's a little bit simpler, easier to decide who's 
who, what you're sharing with whom and uh, choosing that on the fly and hangouts and collaboration. So, yeah. And, and the fact that it is early adopter, tech, technical-minded people. I think that that's other things. But um, anyway, Eric, anything else you wanted to share? I think also what, something that makes a difference is it's a fresh start. There you go. I like that. It is a fresh start. Tabula hey. rasa. Tabula rasa. Another lost reference. Hey, my friends, until next time, we encourage you to join the community. <laughs>